Today's episode is brought to you by the U.S. Bank Altitude Go Visa Signature Card. To learn more, visit usbank.com slash altitude go. As a traveler, it's a fact you're going to need to manage your spending in different currencies. You need a service that not only helps you send, spend, and receive in different currencies fast, but also does it without the hidden fees or exchange rate markups. This is where WISE comes in. WISE is the easiest way to connect all of your finances internationally. I've been a customer for over a decade. It's been a lifesaver for me as a traveler, a nomad, and now a permanent resident abroad. If you're a traveler who's still using your regular bank, you need to check this out. Join 16 million customers and learn how the WISE account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash travel. That's wise.com slash travel. Thank you to WISE for supporting today's show. This episode of Zero to Travels brought to you by the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder with seven drive modes. The Pathfinder's available intelligent 4x4 is built for even the most epic journeys. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. What you are hearing there is a traditional Norwegian Christmas song. And when you start hearing traditional Norwegian Christmas songs, and we start describing the Christmas tree sitting in front of us and the lights and the stockings hung on the stairway and all the candles burning around us as we get cozy and settle in, you know what time it is. Yes, it's that time of year again. Anadorta? Yes. Shall we say welcome to the Norwegian Christmas Spectacular. Spectacular. Part seven. Whoa. Ho, ho, ho. We are so excited that you are joining us for this holiday special, and this is a tradition that we started, yes, I guess seven years ago now. I wanted to have a holiday special on the podcast, and we did, and I'm sitting here in my home with my wife, Anna Dorta. Welcome to thank the podcast, Sweet Pea. Thank P. you. And we are all cozied up. You know, this is what we do when we record this special. It's usually after we've decorated and... Like I mentioned, we got the Christmas tree set up. There's lights everywhere. We've moved to a new neighborhood, and wow, the Christmas spirit is is flowing here, wouldn't you say? Yes. You look out the window, it's like a... It's like a little Christmas village. A sea of Christmas lights, yes. And uh, we are so excited that you're taking the time to join us. Got an exciting Christmas spectacular for you today. We're going to talk about that song you heard at the top of the show, Why a Children's Christmas Song kind of sums up 2020 and what we can learn from it. We're going to talk about a little muscle-aching tradition that I love and why. We're going to talk about a centuries-old tradition that might be my favorite thing that I do every year for Christmas. And another tradition, it's not centuries-old, it's only years-old. In fact, it's as old as this uh, podcast has been publishing the 
spectacular, but you know, if you've listened before, you know what's coming later, <laughs> right, Anadorta? What do you think? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> you guess. Well, if if you are listening, uh, if you, if you haven't listened before, you can dig into the archives. Of course, we have. Uh, six other Christmas specials. So if you're one of those people that devours Christmas specials, you know, watches the bad Christmas movies and just really gets into the holiday spirit in that way, then um, you can certainly, uh, not that our podcasts are bad. We have a lot of great stuff going on in those podcasts. We had a great time recording those over the last six years. And um, I'm really excited to bring this one, which also I think has a pretty important message, you know, coming off of 2020. I mean, do I really need to say any more about 2020? And I can just say 2020 and everybody knows what I'm talking about, right? Yes. It's been quite a year. Let's hope 2021 is something healthier and more social. Yeah. It's been a, a crazy year uh, in many ways. And, you know, that's why I was thinking about this year's show and I'm, I'm so glad because a lot of the audio clips that you hear, in fact, I think all of them were recorded last year. And I did some extra recording last year because I always like to prepare for Because you knew there was a pandemic Well, going, I did right? not know that, but I did know that uh, we were going to do a Christmas spectacular because we always do and can't hurt to have uh, some of the uh, Christmas audio for that. So what you're going to hear today was recorded last year. And I'm glad for that because I don't know if we're going to be able to experience all of those traditions in the same way this year no and that's uh, what it's been for everybody you know uh, this is a year where a lot of people you know haven't gotten to do the things they planned on doing i'm sure you, you know if you're listening to this you've probably had some plans that you've had to change who knows what's happened uh, with you in your life as we reflect back on on this year i mean uh, everybody's kind of been turned upside down in, in many different ways but you know we want to kind of have a, a good message today that we can kind of bring home, it ties in with the show. I'll share it at the end. You'll see how it ties in. But we, we can carry this message into uh, the new year and beyond. But first, let's, um, let's talk about this, uh, this children's song on the Dorta. This, So go vi runt om en enbarbusk. Very good pronounced. <laughs> Thank you very much. We um, just tried to teach you... 159 <laughs> times. No, <I'm> <laughs> well, this is one of the songs that they sing at the Eula Today Fest, uh, which is the Christmas tree festival every year that we go to in the small town where you're from in, in, up in rural Norway. It's such a wonderful experience because the community comes together. Again, this was pre-pandemic when it was recorded, but in the in the cultural house there. And they have a big Christmas tree and we walk around, sing different songs. Everybody hold hand, holds hands. It's so nice. And um, you could even hear the stomping, the foot stomping, uh, along as people were stomping to keep the beat. And uh, there was some good passion in the song this year. And this was one of the songs that they sing as they go around the tree. And I wanted you to just explain uh, a little bit about the song. It's, I think, and the barbisk is like mulberry bush yeah. in English. Yeah. So it's, it's, a, it's like, the same, like, here we go around the mulberry mulber bush. Yeah. yeah. And it's seven. Uh, Actions, actions, or, yeah, because yeah, it's like that you one do. for every day in the week. So it starts with like chores that like you clean yeah. the floor, um, Monday, you do like you, you laundry, clean the floor, Tuesday, yeah, you, and then you f hang it up, and then yeah. you like uh, iron it, and yeah. and it ends with 
that Sunday you go to church. Mm. The end of the song is that you run home after mm-hmm. <laughs> to church, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's pretty funny. And then it goes really fast because it's like a song. We call it like sanglek. It's like a you do actions kind of. So when you wash the floor, you are doing it with your hands. So when yeah. you do laundry, you do that. And when you mm. hang it up, you do that. And when you go to church, you're going to church mm-hmm. and then you run home. So yeah. it's fun. And I started the show with this song because I was looking at the audio clips that we had and I was thinking about this year's show and how it's it's different, right? Because we just went through 2020, which I talked about, and our lives have been different this year. Many people have had to live their lives in a different way. You know, this song is, like you said, it's just this series of sort of chores and mundane activities that you do every day. And I feel like my best days in... 2020 were sort of the days where I was finding joy in the everyday things. Yeah. Right. And in some ways it it brought me back to that idea of just finding joy in the everyday things. Yeah. I, I agree. Like finding joy in the little things Yeah, and being grateful for those little things too, that you can do laundry (laughs) and you have water, you have, you have a clean home because everything is so home-based nowadays. Yeah. I agree. It feels kind of nice to be a little, be grateful for what you have and closer to those small things. Yeah. And there was something about it, at least for me, that I feel like it slowed me down even more, right? Like it wasn't like, hey, you were doing these chores so you could get out and go to that concert or whatever it was that, you know, you were off to do or meet your friends or whatever. Not that, you know, we have two kids. We're not doing a lot of that. But you you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of times some of these chores that you do or these things are just sort of the things you want to get done really quickly so you can go do the next thing as opposed to maybe being more mindful about it and just being like, you know what? Like I'm just going to... Yeah, like, you know, this is kind of the world shrunk, right? Like in the way of you're you're at home a lot this yeah. year, you know? So it's like, well, let me just enjoy these activities. And, and something about that has, uh, I feel like when I do some of those activities now, like I think there's some positive things that came out of this year for me personally. And, and one of those things was was that, just like being able to find the joy in the everyday things. Yeah. Which is important. I don't. Song. I still don't enjoy doing laundry that much. <laughs> <laughs> or wash the well, floors. Well, it's a uh, yeah. It's a it's a necessary thing, yeah. right? But I I did fold a lot of laundry today, honey. Yeah, just so you know, you start to get pretty good. Folded a lot of laundry today, mm-hmm. so I could participate in this. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> Said, and okay, do your little work thing. Whatever you had to do tonight, you know, get get the kids to bed. I'll fold the laundry. I'll clean all the dishes after the after the dinner. Just please, we got to get this Christmas spectacular recorded. <laughs> um, okay. Well, uh, there's another repetitive song that I love during the Yule Tree Fest, by the way, which I, I recorded some audio of, which was the uh, the Nisa song. Yeah, Nisa that's is the, the best. Norwegian Santa Claus, and and if you want to give us a little taste of that song uh i i still screw up the words how's it go nissen and, and then, then you go on and on. It goes on and, on. on and it builds. And, and it's it also just, fun because you do the things you like. You right. you 
scratch your nose and you like spin around them and yeah. Just, just give the quick fun. translation of uh, those lines that you said, Nissan. Oh, Nissan is like a great guy and he can do all these things and he can like write and, and read and then it goes on with like he can like uh, scratch his nose and <laughs> yeah. he can like, yeah, do different things. And it's very cute. It's fun. It's, so, a, it's a cute traditional song from... Yeah where I grew up. Hmm. I am going to miss um, going to that Eulatre Fest this yeah. year. You know, everybody's got things that they're missing this year, I'm sure, that are different. We're all in this together. So I have another clip uh, that I recorded last year kind of on the fly. And this uh, ties in with the second thing I brought up at the top of this episode. I was talking about a, a muscle-aching tradition that I kind of love it's sort of annoying, but I also like it, and I want to get into the uh, why of that in just a second. But first, let me play you this clip that I recorded last year, just around Christmas time. I believe it was December 23rd. I'm already recording this for next year. I'm here. It's 2019 Yule, and I'm outside with the Christmas tree which Anadortz's father cut down from the woods. They always put it in a bucket with water. Of course, the water freezes, and there's a whole procedure around getting hot water, melting the ice enough to get the tree out of the bucket where it's been sitting in the front yard, and then I have to saw off the bottom to put it in the stand, you can hear. And that's where sawing off where the ice is so there we go and i just finished now i'm going to saw off a couple of these branches uh so we can have room to put it in the stand but uh i just wanted to record this because i think it was funny how we have these small as i saw and talked to you how we have these small uh little things we do these little errands and uh things we have to do over christmas uh and the holidays any holiday and, you know, it seems like a small thing, but every year we come out and we saw this tree off and do the whole ice thing. It's a funny little tradition, but it's these funny little traditions, these little moments. It's not just the big meals and the big uh, things that we do all the time. It might be like the small errands leading up to it, uh, leading up to the holiday season. So uh, it can either put you in the spirit or just feel good for whatever reason. So it feels good to be out here sawing some wood getting ready to bring the Christmas tree in here December 23rd and uh wanted to share that moment with you Anadorta comments questions are you wondering why I was recording myself sawing your family Christmas tree <laughs> yeah it sounds like you had a really hard life and before Christmas that's like I think you really earned those 59 meat cakes you eat and all the Christmas food because it's really hard sewing out, <laughs> taking out a Christmas tree from a bucket with some ice that you pour warm water on so the ice actually melts. <laughs> Just be aware of that. That He didn't add that too much. Well, he didn't talk is... too much about that. And then he takes off a little bit with an axe yeah, at the end. I, yeah, it was fun. I, I said it was yeah, fun. And I mean, yeah. this is what I wanted to talk about because... Um, it's really muscle... It's hard for your muscle, isn't <laughs> muscle it? Muscle fatigue. <laughs> I know what I give you for Christmas this year. Uh, give you some like tiger balm and 
So you can rub your sore muscles. A muscle aching tradition. I know. I was being a little dramatic, but that was, you know, kind of the idea. But you're very good here. The the reason why. Favorite son in law. The reason why I brought this up because it's one of those things where it's like every year I'm doing it, it's usually freezing cold. And I'm thinking, why? Did they pour water into this because they knew it was going to freeze and now we have to get the thing unfrozen? It has to have it's really water to, to survive. I, I know, I know, but then it just freezes around. I don't know. Anyway, I, I do know I do know that. But the thing is, it, it was one, it's one of those things where it's like there's these certain traditions around Christmas and this necessarily isn't one of them. But it's just I happened to record this. I had some audio on it, so I wanted to share it. But you got me thinking about this idea where around the holiday season, there are some things that are a little bit annoying to do or maybe a lot bit annoying, yeah. right? Like, you know, the other night you were up ordering the Christmas card. Maybe for you it's recording this spectacular. I don't know, but I hope not. But no, you were up ordering the Christmas cards and we get Christmas calendars for our family with pictures of our kids and things like that. And it's like, you know, there's a lot to do, but... And I do it. An- <laughs> no, I, I I had a folder of pictures. I help with these things. Come on now, don't... don't. <laughs> Let's not go there. Come on. Come on. We're we're keeping this positive here. Uh, (laughs) There are some, I guess, annoying traditions maybe, but there may be things that you can't stand, but maybe one day you'll look back and miss them. Yeah, that's true. Have you thought about things like that before? Yeah. I come from a family that are doing a lot for Christmas, like cooking a lot, making a lot of food preparing a lot I've always like been used to a lot of stress before Christmas mm-hmm. when I became an adult I kind of understood how much effort my parents are putting into Christmas mm-hmm. to make it like the way Christmas should be yeah and to, to, to keep the traditions to, yeah going, to keep yeah. the traditions like I always felt like it's very stressful and too much to do kind of but to get all those things done to have all those like cakes in all the boxes and have all the dishes and if if you don't know what we're talking about you can listen to the other spectacular i mean and And his mom makes like yeah different christmas cakes or something cookies yeah 12 probably or something it's a lot of baking it's a lot of work and she's probably working right now she's probably cooking right now as we record probably Uh, and those things are something I've been thinking like, yeah, it's, I can't take it for granted, like forever, because that's not, and one thing that I've always kind of like, I never liked is to polish silverware. (laughs) And that was like a thing I always got to do when I was a kid. And when I come home, not necessarily now anymore, because. These I have are traditions kids, in your family. But it's a thing, right. yeah, yeah, that you should always polish and make it nice, like all the silverware, all Yeah, you guys do that. it up pretty fancy. And that's Christmas like a thing I never liked. But it, but you see a result of it. It becomes really nice. Oh, and your it, muscles sore from polishing that silver? Oh. No, because my <laughs> muscles are much stronger than yours. <laughs> so they can deal with that. Yeah. But it's, it's just that, it's that idea, pretty right? boring. But at the same time, when I think about it, I always like made it, I always been doing it in the living room, watching some Christmas stuff on TV, probably drinking Yudavidus and just had cookies. Soda. And mm. it wasn't like a bad thing, you know? Yeah. And also like another thing is that I've been, wrapping a lot of Christmas gifts. And that's also something that I 
kind of enjoy, but mm. at the same time, I think I bitch a little bit when everybody's asking me to do it. Mm -hmm. But it's nice because it's like family that, like, it's kind of like they think I'm pr I'm pretty good at doing it, and it's like uh, it's a nice things to do yeah. thing to do. And I also enjoy that because I can do that and listening to Christmas music and yeah. yeah. So those are things that I been thinking oh this is so boring or this is like annoying that i always have to do it but now i'm more like i'm grateful that i'm allowed to do it yeah kind of flip the script on yeah. uh how you're thinking about it when you go into it yeah. right and it's yeah. just it's just i it was just an interesting idea that that came up when i when i heard that clip and i thought it would be great to talk about with you you know and it's, it's cool to hear some specific examples that you have of things that maybe you can't stand but you might miss one day or yeah. you, you or you just like gain appreciation of you know yeah. it's like before you couldn't stand it but now you're like well you know what this is it's a part it's of these small things yeah you know it's really these small that is kind of nice and yeah yeah exactly so you know, uh, I mentioned the centuries-old tradition. Speaking of traditions, uh, uh, this might be one of my favorite Christmas moments every year. And we don't get to do it every year. I'm not sure if we'll get to do it this year. But I can't help myself to record some audio when we when we do this. I'll play you this clip from last year, uh, one of my uh, favorite all-time uh, Christmas moments. Uh, Dorta, what are we doing? We are horse sled riding. Dashing through the snow? Yes. In a one-horse open sleigh? Yes. Exactly. A sliver of a moon. A sky that's otherworldly. I don't know. How do you describe those clouds? It's like um, pearl, pearly, like rainbow-ish colors. You like, had a special name for them. Was it yeah, Palmurshir. It's like the northern light of the daylight, kind of. It's beautiful. Still there. As the horse trots past the barn, the old barn, through the wooden fence into the snow fields, we slay. It's our son, little son's first sleigh ride. Open, one horse open sleigh ride. Yeah, that's very sweet tradition when the family goes to Hari. And so is your uh, neighbor, neighbor farm yeah, right across from your dad's parent. farm, right? Yeah. So it's very sweet. And he has literally they're like handmade one horse open sleighs. The wood, just the sound of the wood, the, the sound of the wood gliding across uh, the snow the power of the horse that's dragging you, this this animal, and you're bundled up under some blankets with your loved ones, and you're going into this beautiful nature area, and then they stop, and you have a fire and warm drinks, and um, your kids are like the, the flames from the fire are flickering on their cute little faces, and <laughs> it's magical. Yeah, it's it's a sweet thing to do. I remember, uh, and if you go back to the very, I believe the very first Christmas Spectacular, this was the very first clip because uh, that was my first one horse open sleigh ride. And I thought, my mind was blown because I didn't, I, it was all pretty new to me being in Norway and celebrating Christmas. And the fact that you got to live 
the line of the Jingle Bells song, like who goes on a one horse open sleigh ride? And, and it's just, uh, speaking of spectacular, it's always a spectacular moment. It's always a beautiful moment. It, you know, it might be my my favorite moment of the year. And it's great to be able to give those moments to your kids or to, you know, like I remember my mom visited uh, a couple years ago during Christmas and to be able to share that moment with her. And uh, every year, the kind of thing I wanted to point out here is like, even though we've done that before together several times, it's always so nice to share it with you. Even if we, who cares if we've done it before? It's always new and fresh yeah. in that way, you know? Yeah. And it's so nice to, to be able to share it with your family. Yeah. Thank you. It's nice. You say it in a good way. We've done it like several times, but it feels new every time. The weather is different. The sounds are a little different. And it's nice to do it as a, like my parents are coming with. So for me, that's special too. And with our kids and you hear these sounds, but at the same time, it's really silence, like yeah. silent. Yeah. I think it's really special. It's like the world are stopping kind of a little bit and you mm. just sit there and enjoy being like pulled by this amazing horse and mm-hmm. yeah it's it's a very sweet moment yeah and you know what you said kind of struck a chord with me because you know, this idea of going back to 2020 you know and you're you're saying well, we've done it before but it still can be fresh and things are different and you know a lot of us are doing a lot of the same routines especially in you know travelers that are listening to this you may be used to being out and about seeing a lot of new things all the time. You remember how it is when you're, you know, backpacking or traveling long term, you're always going on different adventures and doing new things. And then you get into this uh, sort of more routine oriented life. But, you know, there are certain mindsets, I believe, that can that can keep that fresh. And, uh, you know, not again, not every day is perfect or anything like that. And, and we all know it's been a tough year. But uh, this sleigh ride, as you said, I, mean, I think it's just a reminder of like you can always approach uh, something you've done before with a fresh sort of look. Like you said, things th- there are still things that are different about it in some ways, yeah. you know. Anyway, traditions matter too, Yeah, you know. You know, you can say, well, what, what does it matter if you make cookies or go on a sleigh ride or whatever? But whether it's the holiday season or not, I think that traditions are a really nice part of life. Uh, I appreciate them, you know, when they come around and you kind of get to participate in them as an active participant or to provide that experience for somebody else. In our case, like maybe more our kids, you know, if you don't have kids, maybe it's, you know, you have like a friend's Thanksgiving or whatever the case is. It's just uh, traditions matter. Why do traditions matter? Normally it involves like doing it with somebody, I think. Uh, You can have traditions for yourself too, obviously, but it's something that you can look forward to. If you do it, for example, every every year, that has value. It's like an anchor in some way. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's bringing you back to, uh, it's like if you were out at sea for a long time and you get anchored back and back in a familiar port or something. I don't know. Even though everything's different. Yeah. And it's something that seems familiar. Yeah. Um... Yeah, but it's, it's different every time in the way, you know. It's, yeah, because uh, everything else, all the circumstances, and it's a year later. I don't know. It's a kind of a fascinating topic. Traditions, if you think about that, just yeah. that one word, what that one word encapsulates, and the meaning behind that is, yeah. is so much. Yeah, you know. I think traditions are 
yeah, like it's quite important. Maybe also feels that you belong somewhere in a way. Well, there's one tradition that we all love, <laughs> except maybe for Anadorta. But, you know, think about the importance of traditions, Anadorta, mm-hmm. and you are, you know, participating in, a, in now a, a seven-year-long tradition, I believe. I can't remember if we did this in the first spectacular or not, but either way, it's been over five years. You got to keep the tradition alive. Before we get into that. Can I just ask how much money I will get this year? <laughs> for this tradition? For participating in this tradition? Yes. I'm holding up. I'm holding it up. Can you see it? <laughs> Can you see it? Yeah. It's my fingers in the shape of a zero. <laughs> Can you see it? Can you see it? <laughs> We're not going to talk about what you're holding up to me. <laughs> That's a little inappropriate for a holiday special. Okay. <laughs> I do want to summarize this special and kind of tie this up with a bow, as they say, being the holidays and all. 2020, this year, has been a year where the circumstances might dictate more of how you live or what you're able to do. But as we kind of talked about in this show, there's a lot of things that uh, we can do that are under our control. And I think it's the gratitude for the small things that we can do. You know, even though we're looking at a a world where we're limited and maybe in our options and travel or other things, there are still plenty of small things that we do every day and we're finding the joy in them. And if you think about it, it is all about the small things, right? It's not about the presence, but maybe it's like just the gathering and the unwrapping of the presence. It's not about the huge meal, but like the laughs that are shared over it or or the, the little conversational exchanges. It's not about the big holiday overall, but it's just the countless small memories that make up the holiday. And you can think about even today or this weekend, we decorated our Christmas tree, right? We made a gingerbread house. We had like hot drinks and gingerbread cookies with the neighbors out on the porch, socially distanced, of course. It's these small things that make the holiday. So you see the holiday season is one big thing, But having gratitude for these small things that we can do, quarantine or not, pandemic or not, we can still do these small things and feel that joy. Yeah. And make sure you all do some of those things that you enjoy about this holiday, like watching your favorite movie and maybe baking like that one cake or, yeah, hold on to some of it. This will pass Mm -hmm. this year. We're soon in 2021. Mm -hmm. I know that Christmas isn't fun for everybody and that is totally understandable. But maybe even if this year has been long and with Corona and everything, the Christmas can still be nice. Yeah, very nice. I wanted to say, Andorta, thanks to you here quote-unquote publicly on the podcast even though it's just the two of us in the living room but no I mean it you know a year like this to be able to tackle it with you it just makes it so much better and so much easier with you by my side and I really do appreciate all the things that you do and that you have done for me and for our family and making what could be a very tough year you know, another great one overall. 
and I uh, love you. Oh, that was sweet. I love you too. And <laughs> the same to you. <laughs> and to my family that's listening, thank you for all your love and support. And to all my friends that are listening and you who is listening, everybody who is listening to this podcast right now or who has listened to it, appreciate everybody so much. And let's keep that gratitude for the small things because pandemic or no pandemic, you can never go wrong with the gratitude attitude, right? That's true. So we can take away something with that and enjoy the rest of the holidays. Hope you enjoy the rest of your holidays. Now, you know we're not going to let you go without this final tradition. Every year during the Norwegian Christmas Spectacular, Anadorta sings the Musavisa, the mouse song, in her lovely mouse voice. She's got it queued up. Are you ready for this, Anadorta? No. Do you need me to tickle you or do anything <laughs> like that to get you going? Mm, I don't know. Okay. We'll see. <clears throat> Take it away. I clear my voice. Without further ado. And uh, for those <laughs> of you that don't want to listen to this, you can just turn it off right now. <laughs> That's totally fine. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Happy New Year. <laughs> We're waiting. You owe me. Big time. <laughs> No net never long year cunless. Sorry. <laughs> Start it over. <laughs> I won't look. <laughs> okay. <laughs> She's turning around. She won't face me. No net never long year cunless at the in så ser vi att musen mot unga flocken sin. Vi singen går i fälla men passar sig för den. Ska alla samma snart få fira jul igen. Hej sann, hopp sann, faller allra. Av jul i kvällen då ska alla samman vara glada. Hej sann, hopp sann, faller allra. Av jul i kvällen då ska alla samman vara glada. Yay! Merry Christmas, happy holidays, happy new year. And love and peace to you and yours. Thank you so much. Cool you. Merry Christmas, everyone. Take care.